Good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing well. So today I just want to read out a tweet thread by the author Ryan Holiday, who is the author of The Obstacle is Away, the book I mentioned on Monday. Always give credit where it's due for people's um, content. Well, a lot of people don't do this. I'm trying to think they come up with everything. But Ryan Holiday is one of the, those authors that can cut through the noise. He speaks in plain English and he brings the ancient lessons to a modern audience, which is great. Now, he's done a tweet thread called 19 Keys to Being a More Disciplined Person. I think it's important to go over this, see if any insights you get from this and if any of them resonate. So the first thing he says, attack the dawn. The morning hours are the most productive hours because in the morning you are free. Hemingway would talk about how he'd get up early because early there was no one to disturb you and it is cool or cold and you can come to your work as and warm as you write. Hemingway was a famous author and I think it's true. They are, and other people call this renaissance time in the morning. It's the time where you're the most creative. It's the time where you need to put that into what your strengths are, right? Or you need to get... If you want to hit your workouts hard, you hit them in the day, early in the day. Because when winter comes, are you going to be doing evening workouts? Maybe not. So the morning's important. Give it to yourself, not to your email inbox. Number two, just be about the work. Before he was a big-time comedian, Hassan Minhat Mishah, saying that right, was asked if he thought he was going to make it big. He said, I don't like that question. That question implies that doing comedy is a means to an end. The Netflix special Silent Arena's ETC. So he just wants to do... What he wants, to, he just wants to do the day-to-day things he loves doing, and whatever comes from that, comes from it, right? You know, when I put too much pressure on the end result. Number three, bring distinction to everything. A general in Greece was appointed responsible for the city's sewers. Instead of being insulted, he took full, he took fully to his new job, saying that the distinction of the office isn't brought to the man. The man brings the distinction to the office. That's a good one. Whatever job you're doing, you do it well. Patience. Joyce Carol Oates is one of the most prolific writers of her generation as one of the most patient and one of the most patient. I almost never publish immediately, she says. Every first draft is placed in a drawer where it sits, sometimes for a year or more. Okay. It could be the same for ideas. Sometimes ideas just aren't ready for ripe. They're not ripe yet. You've got an idea, but you might act it in two years' time. Who knows? Do the hard things first. The poet and pacifist William Stafford put forth a daily rule. Do the hard things first. Don't wait. Don't tell yourself you warm up to it. Don't tell yourself you get this other stuff out of the way and then. No, do it now. Do it first. Number six, make little progress each day. George Washington's favourite saying was, many mickles make a muckle. <laughs> it was an old Scottish proverb that illustrates a truth we all know. Things add up, even little ones. Even at the pace of one per day. Cumulatively, this has enormous impact. Bang on. Number seven, practice. Okay, how do you practice your skills? What drills or exercises make you better while you do? If you want to be great, you must know the answer to that question. What makes you, what, how can you practice mindfulness, for example? Well, it doesn't just happen, you know, today. You've been conditioned, you've been, your thoughts are all over the shop. You have to bring, you have to have prompts to do mindfulness stuff. If you want to be a better runner, you've got to run. If you want to be stronger, you have to do strength training. If you want to lose weight and keep it off, you're going to have to learn about macros. You're going to have to learn about your calorie intake. You're going to have to learn about portion sizes. You're going to have to be curious about these things and and take a different view of them. Not so much, I don't want to know the information on food. I don't feel bad about it. How are you going to get better at knowing what's in foods if you don't want to look at the facts in their face? 
Number eight, focus. Concentration might not solve every problem, but there are a few problems which are not solved by concentration. You must have a mental discipline to shake off distraction, to carve out concentrated periods of focus. And try the Pomodoro technique for this, look it up. Be hard on yourself. Take the cold bath bravely, Webb Du Bois wrote for his daughter. Make yourself do unpleasant things so we can gain the upper hand of your soul. Seneca said to treat the body rigorously so that it better obeys the mind. Probably truth to our hard training, if you feel more in control. Number 10, stay in the saddle. There's an old German word, Stitzfleisch. I'm definitely butchered that, which means basically sitting your butt in a chair, not getting up until the task is complete. Many a great conqueror in the days of horseback were called old iron ass for their ability to stay in the saddle. Find your comrades. The Spartan lawgiver Lysurgius required all citizens eat together in a common mess hall. It's harder to eat more than your healthy share when you're surrounded by your comrades in battle. And as my dad told me once as a kid, you become like your friends. Number 12, speak little. Robert Greene puts it perfectly. Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. They have the discipline and this discipline creates a powerful presence. Beware of perfectionism. Churchill said, any, uh, Churchill said another way to spell perfectionism is paralysis. It's good to have high standards but all virtues become vices if taken too far. Sweat the small stuff. The reckless and irresponsible Zelda Fitzgerald said, with only some self-awareness, it is the loose ends, she lamented, which, which, with which men hang themselves. It's anything made better by inattention. The stoic Epictetus would ask, of course not. Number 15, get better every day. The Japanese word is kaizen, continual improvement. Always finding something to work on, to make little progress on. Never being satisfied, always looking to grow. You're either rotting or ripening, getting better or getting worse. Number 16, manage the load. Absolute activity of whatever kind, Goethe said, ultimately leads to bankruptcy. Say that again. Absolute activity of whatever kind, Goethe said, ultimately leads to bankruptcy. No one is invincible. No one can carry on forever. We are all susceptible to what the American swimmer Simone Manuel had helped popularise, overtraining syndrome. Flexibility is strength. I'm a dress for the weather guy, he said. Rigidly is fragility. Rigidity is fragility. Flexibility is unbreakable. That's true. And be strict only with yourself. It was said that the true majesty of Marcus Aurelius was that his exactingness was directed only at himself. Tolerant with others, he reminded himself, strict with yourself. Number 19, make the choice of Hercules. Famously, at the crossroads, Hercules had to choose between vice and virtue, the easy way and the hard way, the well-trod path and the road less travelled. We all face this choice. Hercules chose virtue. He chose excellence. Will you? Okay, that's a nice little thread about discipline. Few repeating themes there. Um, But... You do get a choice today, and I love the Jim Rohn quote. You either you suffer two pains, either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. No matter which path you go down, there's going to be a pain to it. Now, the pain of regret is way heavier than the pain of discipline. You know, go waking up at the alarm sound to go for your walk, go for your run, go for the workout. Yeah, it sucks to start with, but what sucks more is if five years have passed and you still haven't utilised those morning hours, you're still getting up half an hour before you work, you feel tired, you feel lazy, you haven't gained any physical strength. You haven't seen what the body's truly capable of. You haven't seen what your boundaries are. You haven't pushed yourself nowhere near where you can go. And that is the beauty. And even like the old Socrates would say this. He was like, it is, he would say in, you know, paraphrasing, that it's abysmal at the hum- human body. You know, you know, and none of us, not many of us ever see what the human body is truly capable of. Because you see these feats these people make. Now, it doesn't mean we have to be Olympians or elite athletes or to conquer in mountains. 
but we can definitely be more than we are in terms of physical strength and ability flexibility right the body will adapt to it so training the body is training the mind as well and this is where discipline does come in so if you're doing workouts you feel the you feel the rep burn and you keep going for three or four more right that translates to your work like you sit down and you you have that urge to go on your phone but then over time you're like no it's just distracting me remove the distraction i don't need it i need discipline there you know and discipline needs to be in my opinion we want discipline essentially is a form of willpower in uh, kind of they're, they're they're tightly related i'd say but we don't actually want to rely on discipline all the time we don't want to use this capacity of willpower all the time we want to remove as many distractions as possible we want to be disciplined to the things that matter like waking up like if you were to think of the main things you want to be dis- if you could think pick three things to be disciplined for today i know we've already woken up but tomorrow the three things to be disciplined for that would really change your life is to wake up when the alarm goes off on the dot at the time you want to get up this earlier than previously done. That would change your days. That would change your life. The discipline to track your food, no matter what, no matter what you eat, no matter if you don't like it, you track it. That will change your life. Okay? And then maybe the discipline to not go on your phone until 12 or 11 a.m. So you don't have any distractions. That will change your life. Now, come up with your own three things that these are the things that'll be disciplined for and other things i'll try my best but let's let's narrow it down today let's pick three things for the next few days that we're going to be disciplined for no matter what and let's see the impact they have on your day because the knock-on effect is massive you know waking up early in the morning getting more hours in a day having time to yourself you can't buy that type of stuff like that is just life-changing do you know what i'm saying i know what i'm saying you know what you're saying I think we need to go and pick up three disciplines we're going to focus on and try them out. And we're, again, like we're experiments, we're scientists, aren't we? Um, so let's go. Purple disc machine again. Today, what am I going to do today, discipline-wise? Discipline for me not to go on my phone. Obviously, got to do Clubhouse. Um, but after Clubhouse to knock on my phone for two hours and just read and apply some new ideas to the business and have some kind of one big idea and flush it through. For me, just to have that two hours of indistracted work, getting back into that flow would be awesome. So what's yours? And also, I'd say going for my uh, lunchtime walks again, 100%. Is it funky? It's funky to me. It's funky to you. You're smiling. You're getting disciplined. I'm getting disciplined. And you're getting disciplined. Okay, there we are then. Pick your three disciplines you're going to fo- focus on and why. Let me know where they are. Have a good day and I'll uh, speak to you all soon. Happy days.